This year is brought to you by Ashel Publications. Ashel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Well, Thank you very much for joining us tonight. The Evil Base are proud to welcome Rebaran Lovyansky. Rebaran has had the most grueling of trips. In the sense, this is his 14th public steeple appearance since he arrived in the state in Thursday morning, which is quite incredible. Uh, Rebaran has shared his, his words with a broad range audiences from the Rebbers to parents to our base from Even Even base, as many of you are aware, is a really a Malcolm Terrier, a Medrash, which we run in the evils for people who chosen to come back from Yeshiva for any variety of reasons, they either studying, uh, have a job, and we provide a, a thriving base of Medrash of a city boy from every single night, have a variety of Shiro, a loss of Gemara, events, Tizah, and we are fortunate that Aaron has come to join us for a wonderful weekend and to share it together with the local Gehenna. And then I hand over to our, our Rosh Beit Medrash, Hello, who has set the questions that different parents have asked. And I think if there's time, we're happy to take questions from the audience. And the sheep could just make, if there is time that we can take questions, to ensure the questions are broad, not specific, you know, something that they think Everyone here would enjoy missing to, to that question. So, if I could add my words of thanks to the Rosh Hashiva on behalf of our Kalmidim for all the Rosh Hashiva's time from the Thursday night share, from the Friday night Oinig and Divrei Torah to the Shabbaton, including Shabbos lunch, and now our final a highlight of uh, our time together. Thank you so much. So to start with a general question, what are the most important things that we can do for our children to ensure and to help them live a successful life? And it has to be on the five minutes or has a great day. First of all, I would like to thank the base for sharing themselves with me. It's for me been a very inspiring Shabbos. And um, I do believe I've been privy to things like it that this is a type of institution that Kaisal needs. What I mean is people that are out of yeshiva full-time and are engaged in whatever else. Having a muckle where A, there's real Torah, B, there are Rebbeim, C, there are Hevra, like-minded Hevra that want to grow Yiddishkeit and so on. I think this is the challenge of our Dara to provide it. The door before provided full-time yeshivas that produce an Elchavim and Elohim. There's a big need for it. And I show him that you have this dish like this over here and face um, everything I saw about the Tzibur, the Rebellion, the interaction, and the program is, is, is very, very inspiring and uplifting. And I would hope many places will imitate it. That's Bez Hashem, that's a prophet. I want to add one more thing. Chinuch um, varies on so many things. It, there's a context. Um, for me as an American, all English kids agree wonderfully well-behaved and polite and well-mannered. You may disagree. 
Um, I still have a, a, a memory of a record, not even a recording, of Yigal Salik's um, London School of Music, where London was choir, and somewhere in the middle, a very irate mother tells a child, what do you think, you're in America or something? I, I that Those words have, uh, I, have, I don't remember something about going to sleep on time, I don't remember what it was. So, it, but the, the truth is, there's a context. And people live in different societies, both the general society around the society. Secondly, you're always viewing things through your own lens. Because when someone said be more strict, less strict, you interpret it the way you understand it. So it's extremely tricky. We can talk about things and it finished is a very broad topic. So um, any one, when somebody comes I can reduce it to three words or to one word. Well, the word would be nonsense because there's no such thing as reducing it. You're talking about light. You're talking about it. it it's like reduce a human being to one word. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an entire life. But it is, on the other hand, very important to talk and to think about things. And as the picture gets bigger and so on, it's helpful. So if, if I'm to ask myself, what are the things that are important? So let's understand the process. A child is hardwired to imitate his parents. That's how Pinchfrofa made us. They're the first people that we meet, then the ones who have the closest contact. So they are hardwired to be like their parents, to imitate, which means you can't be mechanic as an activity of child, every motion that you do, if, if, if daddy drinks from a mug, he wants to drink from a mug. If mommy drives a car, he wants to drive a car. You can't say, well, I'm doing this, but the right thing to do is that. And even if you think you're fooling your child, I have news. Children are amazingly astute at picking out we are what you are. Not only what we do, but the tone in our voice. If a, if a child comes home and says, Daddy, we finished the, the Masechta. And the father says, oh, that's very, very nice. Here, here's a 10 pound note, it's really nice. And then someone tells him that Chelsea won or lost. I'm not sure which is the right one for Chelsea to do, but something happened. And the father says, wow. And, and, he, and, he, and he blows up. that the child gets it. It's important to finish Mishnayis. But the real simple life is when Chelsea wins or loses. Um, and, and, and that's a child picks up. There is no way around it. The other piece is if a child is feels rejected, feels pushed out, feels belittled by his parents, he reacts against it. And, and even if he recognizes these are the values of my parents, but he, there's a bedafka to go against it. So really, if we were perfect, if we were doing what we should do and feeling what we should feel, the children would, would, would and the child felt that we care and admire them and, and hold of them, then, then they would go along. Life is more complicated. We're not perfect. We're far from perfect. We are far from perfect in how we act and how we react. That's life. No one, no one, you, you can't demand perfection as parents, but understanding that the more genuine 
your feelings, emotions, and actions are. And the more the child feels that you, you hold of them, you think that they're worthy and, 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 and wanted, that clicks better. So to move to more specific questions, is there room for discipline in general in our generation? And specifically, what about uh, hitting children? Is there any times when that is allowed or encouraged? What about specifically discipline in Ruchnius? So I, I want to take the word discipline and move it a step further out because I think it starts someplace else. Um, Rashi says, Rashi means a medrash. The medrash is different ways to start. It says, when HaKadosh Baruch created Shemayim, these heavens kept on going out, out, out. And then he said, die, enough, and they froze in their place. That was the way um, Rashi brings it. It's brought in different, Rashi says they froze from his words, and in Medrash it says the word die, cut it. What's the shot in that? We're, we're human beings, so when we need to make a suit or something, we have a bolt of cloth, it's a bit too long, we need to cut it. What does it mean, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Shemayim? And then he said, wow, this is, this is, this is not good. I'm, go I'm going to sp put a stop to it. it. It is an implication that Hashem didn't measure that right the first time and lost the call. What does it mean? So, again, this is going to sound a bit abstract. It's going to sound a bit deeper, but I think it's a necessary foundation from the standing side. HaKadosh, the Shemayim always represents giving. Rain comes from heavens. Hashbar comes from Shemayim. Siata de Shemayim. Shemayim to us is the place from where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goodness rains down. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goodness is infinite. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinite is goodness infinite. HaKadosh Baruch Hu also um, it gave us to understand that infinite is bad for us. We need to have the giving from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and boundaries. The dive means it's not there was a mistake or it was going off on its own. It means HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into this world Hashba, which is giving, and he put into this world boundary limits. And both together are essential for a person, right. So towing greetings are set for the right. Um, having and having limits. Let's translate in other areas. Hashem gave us two types of mitzvahs. Mitzvahs ase, mitzvahs los ase. Mitzvahs ase is easy for us to understand. It means doing good things. Los ase is superficial instead of staying away from bad things. But why did Kachbar create bad things? Why did he create Chaza or whatever it is that's bad? And the answer is Losa says are the boundaries. And the two together are what make a person a person. Chazal Mur gives us um, an analogy. It says the the mitzvah's essays are Kenegad Ramakivar that's 248 
a verb in the Gemara is, is something other than what we call organs. They're actually parts of limbs. And the Shasagidin, the Losa says, are parallel to our Gidin. Gidin is not an easy word to translate. It means connective tissue, um, veins, nerves, sinews, different different things that are identified in halacha as gidit. What's like, okay, Ramach we understand they're parts and pieces. What's this gidin about? The answer is the verm are what gives us life, heart, lungs, so on, and all the parts of a human being. But scattered organs all over the place are not a being. What makes a being a being is when we shape it. It's, it's called a tsura. Akanish Baruch is sar tsura. He, he, so the word in modern Hebrew tsayar is, is, is an artist to draw something. When you draw something, you take lines. And when I want to draw a person, when I make these lines, now I see the shape of a person. Shape. Is created by a line. When we see something like a, like like an amoeba, which is just a massive gel, it has no tsura to it, and it it it, it can function very barely. So a human being consists of what we have and what we'll limit. That is the shorish of discipline. So when I ask a person, um, what? Oh, uh, you know, it's, so we have artificial limits. I can't afford more than this. I can't eat more than this. My poor stomach can only hold this amount. Th those are primitive limits. A person needs to be able to say, these are my boundaries. A person himself, every single one of us. It, we, it, that the, our life, when you see a person who's kind of dissolute, it means there's no boundaries. He brings <laughs> much what he eats much what does what he wants. Even if there's nothing per se wrong, but it's like a it's like it's like an amoeba. There's nothing pretty about it because there's no shape to it. It's just a blob. When you have very clearly defined lines, you now have a tsura, tsuras adam. To have a tsura, you need to have those lines. So our own life should have discipline. In other words, there's how much you eat, there's how much you serve, there's how much you spend. It's, it doesn't have the, the artificial outside of it. That's what only sense of things. That is where discipline starts. Now, children, we have to raise also. Just like we have to give them limits. So discipline starts way before the patch, way before anything like that. It starts, and if a child sees parents have no limits, then it's very unfair. Then, then, then why should I? I, 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 um, you know, over the years, I came across there was a Talmud whose parents expect them to be very yeshivish. Their own lifestyle was far from it. And and the child lived with that. Very, very difficult. Like, why is it, if it's, if this is the right way of life, why is it right for me and not right for you? And if what you're doing is right, why is it right for you, not right for me? A soul, a sense of, it all is a sense that there's boundaries. There's outcap. I once heard a story from, a, I had a Rebbe of Tendlers of Hanavracha. He was father, grandfather of all the Tendlers, I don't know which, whichever generation, but Rebbe Yitzhak Tendlers, my Rebbe, he went to Rat by the Chabad's time. And I don't remember exactly the context when he came there, whatever, he came or someone else came, 
for a time was Mechabit, and he told the person, um, bring him um, a tea and give him a, and, and one time, give him a choice whether he, whether he would want milk or sugar. And there was, and the way he told up the story was clear. The whole time it put us at the limit. In other words, this person deserves uh, a T plus. In Europe, sugar and milk were both expensive, and and it was a, it was it was something a little above the normal. But the whole time said, like he, he, there was a thought, a moment thought, and he said, and give him a choice between milk and sugar. In other words, there are boundaries, there are limits. What's appropriate, what's not appropriate, and so on. So a person's own life should have it. And then it should be part of what we teach a child. Now, um, it's, it, the, the how to enforce it is secondary. In a society where nobody hits, hitting a child would be wrong. It, that, th these things, it's a context because it, in, in, in the days when every kid got a patch, then getting a patch was like heathing. It was the norm of life and that's how things went. And, and the child didn't see it more than a stern reprimand. When, when it's rare, and a person does it, a child feels abuse, rightfully so. So it, what it means, what a patch means depends. It, 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 it's its context. And therefore, if, if your discipline is extraordinary in the way it's, in the way it's given, both in context and, and in, in content and context, th then it's not good. Because these things do vary. It, it, you know, the way we live today is not the way we live 50 years ago, and, and, and the way we live 50 years is not the way we live 100 years ago. You, you, can't, you can't take some storybook and impose that on a child. There has to be a sense of what's reasonable, but that, that a child should grow up with a sense of Afghan. And you can reinforce it just with, with being straight and, and, and not budging and, and, and you know, saying Afghan. If the trouble seat is the way like that they're a child, sees it as being not constant, it's not constant, and it's not at or killed with, with everyone else, then it's, 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 it's a necessity because a child who, who, who never has boundaries is a very unhappy child, as an adult, both of the same. Specifically discipline in Rukhnias? What do you mean? Is, yeah, let's say a child sleeps in in the morning. This is so one question. So you have to. So you you need to ask yourself, um, what what is, what's the problem? What's the issue? How are we resolving it? If if you have a dominant is a challenge, because there's a lack of interest. You can discipline. It's more easy to give a low say and say you can't eat this or that. That you have to do something is hard to do it with a stick. It's, it's not so certain things that are mojitzonis. You have to go to school because everyone goes to school at, 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 at 9 o'clock. That's easier. You have to dumb the kavana. You have to go, I mean, it's a harder one. And it may not be the issue that you want to attack. And there are, there, there are many reasons why it was difficult, but you couldn't. I'm the age where I told me about kids from 5 to, to, to 20 and so on. You may, you may sit down at some point and have a discussion if the child is older and, and, and um, at an age and say, you obviously, you must agree with me that Phil is important. You give me a time when you think, you know, let's say it's Benaz man or something, that, that, that is absolutely when you have to get You can't tell me that it's that a human being can sit to sleep till who knows when without, without that. If, if a child lives in a normal environment, they'll be embarrassed. And you say, how can I help you? Should I wake you up or, should, or, or do you want some reinforcement? 
if it, once a child gets a certain age where they where they know they should do it, being there with them and sort of coaching them, this is the right thing to do, might be a lot more helpful. But dominating is a real problem, and it's something you want to be wary of getting a child stuck in a place where it just becomes a spiral of 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 endless punishment and so on. You need to speak to someone who, instead of the child, sends you and get points out of that. Um, question specifically about teenage years, but they're very challenging years. Yeah. <laughs> what can we do for our teenagers to help them not just survive, but also thrive? So I think the fact that express your years better. We said that child is hardwired to <coughs> do as his parents do. That's true. Then there's Pasik, Akenyazat Ishasavis Imo. And a child is hardwired at the age when he starts becoming an adult to push back. He wants to succeed on his own. And most kids, um, even if they, they're sort of towing the line doing that, they're full of ideas. They want to be much more from, much less from, much different from, it, 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 whatever it is, that, that, and their parents, not to be as incompetent as their parents. They want to be so much better than their parents. That's normal. That's, that is pushed into us so that they can leave our home. And Al-Kenyazir Sov's Imo is a stage where tra- what you want to do in that age is first we must polish a passport. That's the Allah face. But, the, 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 but secondly, and, and the truth is, it, it, I'm, it, it's... It, it's not an appropriate joke. It, it's the truth is, kids become who they become that age. You want to provide an outside framework, a yeshiva that inspires the child, a school. Yes, they'll come home and say, "Wow, my teacher said this and this, and it's amazing." I've been telling you all your life this. Do I need the teacher? I need a, 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 an eighteen-year-old girl to tell you what I've been telling you for the last twenty years. No, but she really is amazing, and 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 she's got it right. That's the way it is. And and so and so if you let go of it and expect them to 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 be their own to, to do things as long as it's not destructive as long as it's not something that's irreversible within a certain attitude that's it is it's a different age and finding mashpim they are very vulnerable for hashpa that's why teenagers are are the ones who who spearhead all sorts of crazy movements because they're very vulnerable for hashpa and 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 they're looking for that so having the appropriate school um, rebbe teacher figure is extremely important. That's the, that's the most important choice you'll make at that age. And understanding that it's a stage that this is normal and developing now. When a child matures and they establish their own home, they begin to come back to values they got from their parents. Um, one of my children said at the Shevet Brachis, I've repeated many times, but it was very moving to me. It, it was a child who was very independent, in a good way, but, you know. And he said, Yaakov says, A child's journey of life is to come back home. And that's true. So, but it takes, it's three phases. The first phase, a Tobar Mitzvah, a child is basically, wants the approval of the parents, is, is so conscious of what his parents are about, and, and he imitates it and wants their approval. Then he wants to be his own person, which includes pushing away from that. And then the child settles in 
and the the image of his parents and their home and so on, unless he can't rebel against it, unless there was something that drove him from that, pulled him from that, he will come back to it. Those are those are faces. So in teenage years, making sure I had a brother in law, we used to have a deal. I speak to his kids off the record and his kids speak to you know and, and he speaks to my kids off the record. Like when they wanted a device outside their parents, they would find me and my kids would find him. And it was fine. You know, it, it, we, we understood that that's the way it would go. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have approached me with a, a different variant of the same question. Some asked it in a more refined way, a less refined way. But are children nowadays becoming spoiled brats in a liberal way that um, many mechanics encourage us to, to deal with them? How do we teach kids to have basic resilience and strength of character, despite all the all the warmth and fluffiness that we uh, educate them with? Sort of going back to the first point, discipline is important. Discipline, what I meant, is not the imposing. It's when a person lives with their own boundaries and it, and reflected the family setting. Not everything you want, you have. And being able, now it's, it, it, you know, some of the, some of the direction is gone is pounded. Should we allow the bullying of our kids in school? It builds resilience. It also builds brutality. So yes, they're more resilient if they can take bullying, but they also are more mean people. So it doesn't to to go back to that. But on the other hand, in situations where children are involved in some sort of issue. Not to rush and to and to and to move the world to take a child's place. No one incident does it. And so speaking to a child about there are different people in the world, different ways you deal with it. You, you can talk, even if it's not going to help per se, but let them get a sense that we are a complex world and people are difficult, so we're different. It, 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 to, to shield a child totally where as soon as something goes amiss, you'll, you'll lose it and you run and you panic and you call up the teacher and this one and that one and the other one. That's something, if you convey panic, it passes on to the child. Very few situations that are one time or a few time are of that nature. So a person needs to be able to sit down to deal with it much more, it, it would, much less panic, much more calmly. And with the child also, and say, you know, we, the world is not paved totally. There are places, there are bumps, there are this. Sometimes it's worth, you know, getting a knock or not. These are things we can educate a child with. But um, in, the, in the big picture, just being more self-disciplined, is, it helps a lot that, that children understand there's, there's limits. And to broach the topic of children going off the derech, is that a real danger that every family needs to worry about? And are there common themes that we can identify why this phenomenon happens? Yeah. Paul Story famously said that all happy families are happy alike and un unhappy families unhappy in its own way. So on the derech, well, everyone traveling on the road is pretty much going on the road and people uh, that are off I have different reasons why they're off, you know. But but I want to talk about our expectation, and and why a little bit of it is 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 sort of an illusion. 
I just growing up in a world where people were not so from, and Yechidim became more from, went to yeshivas, the general trend was not. And we thought that if once we get the system right, and we have this sort of cradle to grave yeshiva, it'll be just amazing. It'll be Moshe Mashiach with Canadian and that's it. We woke up one morning and realized that Pumashir comes, we're struck. There is no system that ensures perfection. The Malach, it says that the Sultan is Yitzhak Mizkabu Mishadeshalok. This Kedushin. And and the best we can do is try to avoid certain pitfalls. Um, if if a child, if a person is unhappy where they are, um, really unhappy where they are, they will look out. So a child who goes to yeshiva and he's disinterested and he's forced to spend more time every day to spend a full day in yeshiva, that at some point he wants to do something else. A child is told, you're an idiot, you're a fool, you're stupid. It, in, in my days, this was part of a paradigm. And found there are other issues, and I don't want to be explicit, but I think everyone will understand, that destroys children. And I've been involved a little bit in, 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 the, in the place, at the real, real of the derech, as far as girls go, probably 95%. That's what this I heard from across the board for everyone involved. It's because there was an issue and that there are, are, are an abuse issue. That's the Mitzias. And boys, it's about half and half. I've spoken to all the people who deal with it. So it's something we're beginning to come to grips with it, but it's there. It's, it's, and, and if, when there's a serious change, when somebody is fighting on a small issue, they want to eat whole stam ice cream outside when you keep hobby stroll, that, that's the, that's normal. But when somebody makes a drastic change, that's clearly a sign of something's happening. And you need calmly to look for people that know what they're doing. Don't ever try to handle decisions like that yourself. Find people that are elegant and competent. And because, and, and unfortunately, it's something we don't want to speak about for Adam, but I can tell you, in, 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 if you speak to anyone who deals with it, this is, this is the situation. And, and so, so you're looking to have, if a child is in a yeshiva that fits, it fits who he is, it fits his temperament, he, it fits his, his brains. It, there's, a, there's a mistake that we wrote. It goes like this. My child is so self, but I have great chiefs. I'm very hush uh, I want him to be very hush So if I put him in, in yeshiva, Aleph, 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 but all the kids are Aleph, 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 this is yeshiva knows what to do because all the kids are Aleph, 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 they're the next Rimheim uh, Kanievskis. So if I put him there, he's slated to be that, that is the worst mistake a person can make. The yeshiva, that yeshiva is Aleph, Aleph, Aleph because they take four Aleph students. Aleph, 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 they can't come out Aleph, Aleph, Aleph. That's, that's usually the mitzvah of it. When you stop with, ex- someone told me once, I, I love this, 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 this. It was, it was more, it was in the high school, in the high school party. Yeah. Boys both think, still a lot of, What's the difference? Do you shiver any and he kicked the parrot bird pop in the machine? I'm not kind of kind of flesh. 
they said, I'll tell you, two farmers were once discussing how they make a living. And one farmer said, I take a bale of hay, it grows for $5, I feed it to the cow, I get a gallon of milk, it goes for $15, the $10 difference is my profit. What do you do? So I feed my cow's milk, or I sell the milk. So, so where's the profit? That ha, it goes to Kolobakum and comes up Holby Straw. So he said, this person takes Kolobakum and turns Holby Straw. So he puts on a different hat on the kid. I, I take hay and I make milk out of it. That's the way he described it. He was somebody who actually worked with more different But putting a kid in a environment where he's looked down upon, where he is, he is at the bottom of the class, where, where, where the school is not geared for them, you're not doing him a favor. He's not going to become a Mitsuyan. He, he will possibly bottom out and, and, and move on. <laughs> Finding a school, it has nothing to do, if you want to be very much there, the foreign school, I think. I'm going to say, or a mice around there, I myself saw. And you see what other God lays in what one word. What It was the first or second year I was in Yeshiva, it was 27 years ago. Um, the boys went in the midwinter break, which is actually this time of the year, to look at Yeshiva's Israel. I was there also at the same time, and I told them, Give me a day, I'll take you around to the place I know, the people I know. I took them to Rabbi Yash. So the Rabbi Yashav's Gabe said, These are full boys of America. They're looking to come to Israel to learn next year. They want a bracha from the Rav. They should get into the best yeshivas. He looked and he said, Be'ezus Hashem, you should get into the most suitable yeshivas. Passing there. He said, There's a lot in the best yeshivas. It was on them in the best yeshivas. I was just saying, It was on them in the passing yeshivas. And I can tell you this, because this kind, they went to four different places, very different places. All four of them are extraordinarily, extraordinary. But finding the place that's right is a guarantee, is, is the one big help for that. Two, um, you're, uh, the, the, if a child is constantly unhappy, if, if there's no way you can really feel that you respect him, that you, that you can look at what he is and what he's good, instead of looking at what he's struggling with, it will also push him away because nobody wants to be in a world that he is looked down upon, despised, not wanted, and not so on. Um, and those are two things, two of the things that are most helpful um, in, in ensuring. And fill out all these things, but, um, but, but as far as we come is understand different kids develop their companion warriors in the right dress understanding and so every child has a good inner core with an outer layer that's a girlfriend everything else struggling and being able to find those points where you can admire the child honestly um is 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 key to making sure that he'll want to stay under under there well we heard about a lot in our and for the Rosh Shiva's uh, Sefer, Ben Torah for Life, is that when people are working for the right reasons, maybe taking a less prestigious, well-paying job, but allows them to have more time for learning, and they can even eat for the right kavana, rest for the right kavana, that's a little and not a really of it. However, in the school system, should we be teaching our kids to, to go into this kind of life, um, or should we say, no, you should be aiming to be Shevet Levi? 
So I, I think a, a thing that I mentioned in the book, and that I think is a fundamental truth, is this idea of Shevet Levi and other Shevatim is true in the big picture. It's true in every person's life as well. We need to have a Shevet Levi in our life. And, and at that time, the emphasis should be on the now. After Shevetim is Hashem, I'm learning, I'm steiging, Ezra Kasha is the be it all and so on. Anything you want, that lights the fire inside. And any type of term like, okay, I've learned for two years, I said, it's counterproductive because that time needs to be totally immersed, totally involved. When life moves on and, and an appropriate junction has come, then a person needs to sit down and make an effort with a rabbi, a mentor, what's my next step? What direction? But it, the, the, the years that are where, where you have all that youthful energy, all of that teenage aspiration. I once heard a report from the Bells around, right? There was a Bells of Hossett with a sick child who came and stayed with us, and he, he shared a recording. He's, he spoke, I think, for Bachram or something. He said, you know, Bachram have weird fantasies. He said, a Bachram comes to me and says he's struggling if he should model himself after Hazanish or after a barrel of a that was the Bells of Rabbi, it was a Kaddish, all even was just the Bells of Rabbi. So he said, I, I felt like bursting out laughing. But that's what he brought and, and I, and I, you know, I, I looked, looked at it very seriously, and we talked, fine. But, but a child needs that kufa. And therefore, you, there's a reason why yeshivas are, why yeshiva is a learning only bubble of, of Afasra'alti. The question now is, when should I leave? Where should I go further? Those are decisions that as life moves on, um, that's where the place to make the decision. But the Chinuch of Yeshiva is a reason why why it has that fire. And, and it's vital every person should. That's be a time when I sat and there was nothing in the world but learning. And here, how, how Yeshivas are trying to uh, inculcate their children to have that fire. But as parents, we're trying to encourage our kids to be Massive tamani chachomim gedolim, or we trying to encourage our kids to be bechol the rochel the 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 right thing to encourage child is to do what he's supposed to do. What does a kaddish baruch want? And at this stage of my push by this, baruch Hashem, we can afford it. it. It's you know that at the right time, if you feel a child needs to move on, circumstances, but whatever happens, then it's a time to have a conversation. A child knows who you are. He understands. Your your Weltanschauung, but what you want to emphasize in the years that he's learning is yes, this is the, 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 you know this is something that should be total, and and it doesn't make a difference whatever will happen in two three years or five years or ten years will happen in two three years five years ten years. They're not planning now is already somehow taking away from it, and that's why yeshivas resisted rightfully. Any type of plan of, of years, so on and so forth. It should come as an outside. Okay, at this point, you need to think about it. Very specific question. How big a deal is it for kids to watch a non-Jewish movie? It's, it depends a lot on the context. Um, no no one Avera ever did it. No one thing is ever an Avera. You know, I think it, when, when, we, when we talk about and so on, you're talking about a ruas. 
non-Jewish movie means that I'm sort of immersed in a culture of someone else. Is it positive? Not quite. Is it going to destroy the child? Not quite. I mean, again, we're assuming the content is kosher, but it's but it's something that's uh, you know. I, I think back, you know, when we were young. So my home was more from. I had some friends that were yeshivas. So the, the only thing that was wanted to watch was westerns. They didn't have any women in those days, the westerns, and and. But I think back about it. You, you watched people who, whose whose idea of life was sitting, drinking, and fighting each other. That's basically the theme. The basic theme is you sit, you drink, some insults you, you you hit him, you stand up for your for your covet. He ends up dead. You end up dead. He's over. That that was basically. The, the, is that is that the is that the world the view that my that that that, that I, I I think is good, but on the other hand, it, it's 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 important it's important to recognize the difference between you know this this or this or general trend is 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 it shakua in it is it something that's part of his life or occasionally everyone you know everyone in 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 in, in his in his childhood teenhood saw something, did something, fine. When it becomes Yaharagval Yavern and 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 you buy by it's a problem. You want to pick up on what's happening. So of course anything outside is drawing a person in a different culture. But how much and, and the child will grow up to be in a different culture. So how much and how much is it becoming part of him and how much is it obsessed by it? Those are all really the issue. Is it? Uh, I would, I would, I would take something else. I would take something like sports, following sports. So, um, playing sports is healthy and it's good. Following sports or playing sports, and then always back. Is it? Is there a particular issue on watching a particular game? That's the wrong question. Is submerging it? It's a world of dimension. It's a meaningless world of meaningless things, and you put your emotional energy into it. That my team one is the most important thing and accelerating thing when the whole game is nonsense. It, it is 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 putting yourself in the world of dimion. So we certainly want to discourage it. How harshly? Depends. Depends. Does the child have something else? Let the child understand why there's a difference in occasion watching game to becoming obsessed with it and, and this becomes your whole life. Part of the educational process is to learn to distinguish between details and, and trends. And and I think more important is the, is the general trend. Um, from time to time, some very uncomfortable, sordid scandals happen. What is the way that uh, parents should broach this topic with their children? So, I'll tell you again, the age obviously depends on the difference. We've had, you know, over the years, I've been in yeshiva, so uh, there's been, I think, I can think that the two parishes that exploded and kids knew about it, spoke about it, etc. And I still for the high school boys. And my approach was, I, I, I said over the Rashi Pasha site there, and I said the following, every single human being has eats a heart. No one starts out that they want to do something wrong. But it's hard is a slippery slope. And if we are if we witness and we see something terrible happen, we should assume 
the person wasn't any different than us, but he didn't have red lines. He didn't have appropriate shmiras. We need what, that person's issues are between him and Akash Baruch, not relevant to us. But we need to take a lesson from it. What 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 red lines do we put between ourselves and 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 going off and derailing? None of these people who who went off, you know, terrible, started out intending to do something. So it, it, that's what there's a rose of the kukula. The lesson you should learn is not how unquote terrible that soap is. It's what am I doing now to become next soap? That's the lesson. I think a, 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 a teenage boy can understand it, and I think it's the real lesson that we need to learn from it. Should we broach it with our children, or should we leave it? If, it, if it's something, well, okay, it depends if the school will be broached. I don't know, you've got the principles of policy. But as parents, our, even our conversation at home should be that the terrible thing, the person and his motives and how he got into there, that's what the human courage broke. But you know, we need to sit back and reflect. And so says the Rosh Hashanah, the Athaf Menayim. There are many Pirushim. Why I should staff go Rosh Hashanah with Kugula? And one of the Pirushim is there's Hashgachan that Hakadosh Baruch Hu that Shvoha exposed us to certain things that we need to mend, and that's why we were particularly exposed to it. And we have to try to do something to 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 make sure we don't get there. And by the way, I also I want to add a point about. When we speak about how terrible so-so did something, it sounds, besides the fact that we always enjoy speaking about how terrible something is, even if we feign disapproval and terrible, but there's another piece that creeps in, and that is, I'm not so bad. So if somebody swindled a million dollars, $100,000 is not so bad anymore. The, the, the mark, the bar is much higher. If somebody did something like that, it doesn't, unless we consciously um, interpret what we need to learn from it, 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 it makes it schwacher. And that's why we hear it once, twice, three times. That's, okay, that's normal. It becomes the normal. Then that's part of the danger of it. So, so when we talk a lot about it, it creates an atmosphere that, okay, this exists and it's just a question of how much. There's a clash between... Um the school's perspective on what our child did and the child's perspective, whose side should we be on? Um, so first of all, like most things, we need to start getting a longer perspective. If something becomes a pattern, then we need to ask ourselves, is there a problem with the school? Is there a problem with the child? We, we need to be able to, it's, it, it, it's a tough one because we're very much involved with the child in both directions. You know, we've, we're very sensitive to the criticism and we, we like to cover up. Two, the schools also sometimes, um, you know, a particular child gets pushes the wrong buttons and, and, and the melee draws a lot more wrath than he should. The attitude of the child in in the big picture, if it's not going well, is listen. It just seems you're not compatible with the school. If you want to change schools, it's not the school is a bad school, pentel school. The way you're seeing things, the way they're seeing things, it's just not it's not compatible. On a one particular incident, you should say whether you actually did it or not. The fact that it looked like you did it, 
the fact that we need to the fact that it's perceived like that. So we need to go through what we need to do with that. And somehow to give the child a little wiggle room by happy with the right things. And it's true in life also. that sometimes when we have a disagreement with somebody, you may have to reconcile it by by giving a little more ground than you think is right. But this person felt very slighted, even though I have 101 reasons why what I did was right. I need to apologize and make amends. That, that's part of what a child, you don't know what happened. And the truth is probably somewhere in between. So, so you need to, the child needs to feel that you're confident that he's not lying outright to you. But, um, but you know, the, 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 the same incident, you, what you said, you may not have thought of it's chutzpahdik, but it sounded very chutzpahdik. And therefore, what's important is how it was perceived by the other. If I tell somebody a comment, and I didn't mean it demeaningly, but the person is hurt, then I need to make amends, even if it was bishogic. So that's a type of pathway where you're not loving the child, not leave them, or, or you think they're terrible, but it also instructs them to do the right thing. The skiing trip. Is that a healthy outlook for a child, or is it spoiling them? As Chatoyim Maske, you never went skiing, so I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I would say it, it depends a lot, a, on what is the norm in the in the community you are, and if you're not happy, if you think skiing trips are not a thing, and you play, you're in a community where eighty-five percent of people are skiing, you should move in for community. It's, it's serious. It's it's you can't be in one place. A child is very sensitive. To it. So there are different norms. There's some places where skiing is a mitzvah. There's some places where it's rishus, and some places it's an avera. You have to make your choices. I, I told somebody once. This person was from somebody with a, with a very wealthy young man, and he wanted to live in the more poor area because that was the line he identified with. I told him it's wonderful. But you have to live the lifestyle daily. You can't take the car that you have from, you know, your and, and live smack in the middle of, of, of that. It's a choice, but but you have to go along with it. So a lot of it depends what's accepted, what's normal, is the society or not. So I, I you know, it's it's something that I, I can't I can't just put a judgment around. It's not the, I mean, by by us the kids go, you know, there's there's one one afternoon in the winter. When this shit plays on the skiing, I don't get anything wrong with that. I assume if you're talking about something else. You know, fact, I assume it, it gets better than what I was describing. So, you know, so if, it, if, you know, if, if, if it's something that is the norm, they have to make a decision about is this the, is this the school society wanting father? If a parent gets uh, angry with a child and feels that they behave appropriately to the child, should they? And if they should, how should they apologize? Um, getting upset or angry per se, I don't think um, apologizing. It's complex. Parents do things that are wrong with far proportion. When we get into the mood of apologizing for something, there's a problem with that. And then it becomes everything. If if you erred in a way that a human being errs, we need an apologize. You're the parent, and what you saw was improper, and you have amended the child. We yelled too much, yelled too much. What you can do and what you should do, 
at some point is explain why this is something that to you was very what what rather spiel. It maybe that veil wasn't so big, but it indicated something. And you and you can talk with a child yeah, and the age and so on. Why this was the type of thing, why checking his younger brother, younger sister, you you react so strongly. And you can speak, you know, Rachmim, oral is a terrible thing. It is right when when things have calmed down and, and you can explain so at least you give a context and a meaning to it. That I think it should be done. But apologies is is, is, is an, I don't think it's right. We have some time for uh, some more questions. Just to request again to keep them as general as possible and not uh, specific. You uh, you call it, you call. Those. I've seen in colleagues and in students that there's a certain point where somebody begins to develop a tam for like a taiva in ruchnias. They they begin to really love and appreciate things like tefillah and things like singing. Um, is there a way, like a specific way, that we can try to be machanif our kids to have that tam? Because why, that to me seems like a very, very big difference between somebody who, you know, they like learning, it's a nice intellectual exercise, versus they really feel like they want to be an Ebit Hashem. They want to fulfill the, you know, the mitzvah saboire. So, so let's, again, let's give a bit of a context. Person consists of Ramachibar physically and Rukhmis. It's preferable to have no lungs and no kids. Yes, it makes no the dead need the case. Sale, Regish, Maisim are all part of a Tsurasadam. And therefore, one is. It, it, People will live only on regish, without understanding and, and delving into it, are as crippled as the people who live only with seichel and no regish, and, or who live with both and no maisim. So the phrasing of it as, as either or is, is, is I, I disagree with that phrasing. It is true, a yeshiva is an environment, certainly in school, where it's built and geared give over the intellectual side of it. Which means we do not have enough appropriate forums for giving over regish. There are some select issues. I'll, someone explained to me once where his, his parents were survivors. They sent them to Litvish Yeshiva in those days. Somebody's my age, a big Litvish Yeshiva, Pasha Yeshiva. There was no not a mouth. And they, the boys came to that hall complaining about a mouth because it's okay if you learn an hour and a half, they'll get served not a mouth. The system of mouth was like a kind of reward and punishment. It wasn't anything of its own. Like, and he did, he, he disliked it intensely. His parents were more Hamish people. He sent his son to a yeshiva that straddles the Hasidish world, the fish world. And he says, My son learns all week, stark, Matzah Shabbos. The and then they have Malka, the Rebbe comes, it's aspiring, and 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 they um they sing together and the Rebbe speaks the very his iris, so on. That's what I want. We need to find ways of doing that. 
Musa used to be emotionally inspiring. It's today it's become a lot more a way of getting kids to do it, what's right, but not providing that. We have to come up with ways in which to have those gatherings we where people we we see something of the Kipra. We break the fast. There's a Seder for an hour and a half. And then there's a Suda. And and the Suda carries itself it's we, we, we say it's in Kippur with the Suda. The, the singing, we sing in Kippur Gunam, talk about things. It, it's 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 a very it, 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 most people look up to it as being look forward as being for most inspiring moments of the year. And to me what's meaningful about it is they, they see it's like it's it's like there's in Kippur with fasting and Kippur with eating. But but it it has this seriousness and regish and, and and trying to find we struggle to find things like that. We try to have Mava Malkus awful again where the setting is kind of sitting around and singing and there is a different flavor of speaking. Yes, a lot can be done to 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 improve that facet of Yeshivas. But but it's no way this not that. It 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 has to be this and that. Yeah. One of the greatest changes of the last couple of days late in the lack of their heresy increases pull start. Working rigorous and guy as the how that the end. How how old are you, may I ask? Oh yeah. So so let me tell you some stories. In the year eighteen ninety, the Bahram and Slabotki Shiva rebelled and they got up in the middle of Seda and said the nastiest things to the Rebbein Mashkirim, they stormed out and became um, socialists, um, uh, revisionists. There was there was tons. Uh, it, 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 when we talk about these things, like there never was, this is the greatest loss. I, I sometimes wonder about the the, 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 the short memories. Um, it, 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 it's true that society as a whole has dropped a lot of it's nimusin, and it's not good. But um, you know, when we, when we when we were in school, carnival education was manners. I think in England, it's it was much even much more, and the management social mores that sort of pervaded. Was it through their heritage and true respect? You know, the, uh, as industry, you know, it could be quite cynical. If you, you you can sort of pretend to go through emotions and laugh. So, it, it, it's something that a society as a whole, and it's true, there's less. On the other hand, um, there, there are some certain mindless in the way people interact with each other. So, there is there is what to teach about how to go about the B-Seg and so on. But the question is, it, it's it's going to be somewhere in line with society as a whole. And so, I, I, you know, you're not going to turn the wheel back. We can encourage kids what should be said, who you should speak to, and so on. Yes, it should be spoken about. But I, I don't think that, that the, in terms of the of the mores, in terms of the mannerisms, fantasy is going to go back. But yes, we can... I, I, let me tell you some things. The exaggerated mannerisms of addressing people this way or that way, but something that where I live would never happen. That somebody's speaking in front and people are talking in the back is a thing that people would walk in the middle, things of that nature. You know, on the other hand, things are done on time. So, you, you, you know, it, but the, the idea, it's, it's you know, I've, 
by now I found quite astonishing that, you know, you go someplace and have people, that somebody's up front speaking and people carry conversations all over. It, it, those are things that we should talk about. Those are things that are well-rooted in our lacha, and, and we need to express it. So so the, the type of Dar Harris that's rooted in our lacha, we should talk about it. As offering incentives for for Ruknias, has that caused the Ruknias to have less, less to Shivas? Because you're working more of the Shivas into the incentives. It's a mixed bag. The, some incentives are positive. In other words, in the in the big kind of picture, occasionally giving an incentive to something that's either special difficult for a child or extraordinary for accomplishment, they may sit and do this or that, finish in the sector. That's good. But once it crosses the boundary of what every time you sit down by Gemara, you, you expect, uh, you know, PayPal or whatever, something, uh, a, a charge of uh, uh, money coming in, that's bad. So you have to mix it. You have to give some rewards. Those are positive. They, they tend to be able to jumpstart things. But then it has to carry on in a way that they recognize obligation. And if they only learn an half season, they get the Mlad Malka. Yes, and the whole thing was it kilo Malka has no value. The problem is not that. The problem is instead of Mlad Malka being an uplifting moment, it's 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 like it's it's a it's a, do, it's a donut for having done seder. You know, it, 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 the problem with that attitude was that it reduced Mlad Malka to being a physical reward instead of being an uplifting moment. That that's the way the person expressed. Sometimes when children are growing up, uh, the way that you pay progress in school or in their class of shit, and they feel the fairs is the best, they're ready for the best, and their school's the best. Sometimes that's purely positive, and other times that's also dismissive. Our school is the way of doing things, and others is not, as kind of the safety net. And as parents, we open that up, we try and connect them and say, look, actually, should other things are also binge. Right. Parts will go there. I'll share a funny story. I, I don't know, funny because it's one of my children, when this came over, he's a third grader. It was that's a stroll, and he told me, I'm so fortunate, I have the best third grade Rebbe of Shalayim. I said, Yes, that's amazing. How do you know? He said, He told us. <laughs> and he, 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 um, you know, it's a whole mic to the um, again, that's what children are, and you're not going to, you don't have to argue these things with a child. That's the way children are, and they're very, have very proud. But in your own conversation at home, when you point out positive experiences you have with people, not like you, you went to Stiebel, and the warmth and the intensity of David was incredible. You met this yid who's, you know, whatever it is different, you're different yeshiva, you know, they have some of this. He starts picking up that the right way of looking at things is to see that there's much good in the world. So you don't have to argue with the child. And, and the child wants to feel proud, wants to feel it's great. It's fine. That's that's normal. But your chinuf is, your, com your conversation is that you, you talk about things that are very special other places. And that's that's very rewarding. I told over Shams, my father was a litvak, a real litvak. He learned about Yeshiva, grew up in Litva. He had, after the war, in the BKMC, had met Echsidim, and he would take us occasionally to Satmatish, Oisenberg Tish, on Friday nights, 
And he didn't identify, you know, there were things about the, the, the health of skeleton. He said that, that sort of he left him bewildered. But the warmth, the intensity, the fire, and it was part of our finish. We, we, it wasn't that he had to have me be a chassid, but, but see what there is over here. See the beauty, see the warmth, see the, 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 the erlachite, and learn from it. Yeah, Avi. Philosophy, there was a gem theme that your kids will follow what you do. There's some times though where it is appropriate for adults in some when it's not appropriate for a child. child. What's the best? So, okay, the middle of the process, you drive a car and you're not going to let your 12 year old drive. And I think you can explain that reasonably well. If certain things, let's, let's give an example. Um, if you feel that drinking whiskey is appropriate, but for your child, not you can explain. A, a child does not handle it well, and there were bits for me to be that dull. You can, you, you'll be able to handle it the way I do. But as a child, you can't. And, and and if it's a genuine reason, but if you tell a if you if, if you tell a child, well, I don't got a daddy to tell me not to do it. That's why I can do it. But you're not so fortunate. Th th then then you're gonna have a problem. So, hey, but... two more questions. I think. Yeah. Somewhat. I'm. My personal sense is, it is tricky. I, I do think children need conversations in a very long, mature, positive way. Um, I th I think a mentor slash Rebbe type of person, a parent is difficult because it's your own private life, and and I don't I I I find I has there that finding an appropriate person and the cheapest should have it. Um, someone who will speak speaking a classroom is a problem when you have a, a classroom of twenty children, and some are a bit more mature, some less mature, some are silly, some are, are this. It's not a good. But having groups where you can talk with a group and explain um, things that involve them to know in a in a positive way, in in a matter of fact way, and encourage you know, and they ever want to ask something, they have who to speak to. I think that's I I would think that's the best way to go. I know today people encourage parents. I I just feel that sometimes it's very hard to to then then you sort of putting your private life into it, and then it's problematic. Yeah. Because with parents had a random amount of time to spend with their children, thinking a short time that one has with one's children, what should the priority be? So I'll tell you something I once read that I was, it really made an impression on me. Somebody wrote, um, he went on a trip there to solve his family. And they, um, discussed afterwards when they when they finished the trip, I think it must have been like the first trip, but Ellie went, he asked everyone what was the most the favorite place and so they went. And each child that they've been in and they shot. Like you expect, you know, uh, most kids would say this, some kids would say that. And he was trying to think and then he realized there was a common denominator. He had he had taken each kid individually 
to a place. And every kid said that place. Doing something that you both together enjoy, just being together, taking a walk together, and talking about things or whatever it is, 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 is what you should do. Learning is nice. Some parents, if it's, 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 it's an issue. So you learn a little bit to be exit, but then get somebody to learn that the kid will, will do it more patiently you can, better you can, but spending the time one-on-one -on -one engaged. Your phone is off. It, it, you know, your child feels that you and, 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 and him are the only important beings in this world. You're not taking calls, you're not answering things, you're not distracted. Just spending time together. It, it doesn't make a difference in how much ups and that more that it accomplishment when but the war and the child and those feelings, that is I believe the most important thing. And, and like we said, these are all I, I, I really am lacking context even for the tree and the people and in this society every single parent every single person here is his own world his own person these are ideas these are these are thoughts these are part of my experience and and everyone needs to be able to make a picture and understand you know and, and to be able to fit for self and hopefully this there's there's a toilet is some of the points we made right up about the whole of us and their balances, you know, you're lacking and so sort of emphasizing British fuck you pay up the dates in it. Really I'd like to say thank you very much to the evil race and then most importantly to Shini Say on the better really have a miracle report. Pray to all for coming and just the flag. It's a show me eat on cats. Our Shazalta for a big bang and pulled to it and you just are as easy. You're the Silver Spring graduate. The Silver Spring graduate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>